are you? No need to answer. You know, you're probably surprised to see me here, aren't you? But then there's probably a lot of places you'd be surprised to see me when you think about it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mickey Dude Pat from Connecticut, joined tonight by three very special Mickey Dudes. Kyle, say hello, Kyle. I sat next to the Rebel Spy. Beautiful. We got Dave. Debbie was sick, so the Union sent me. And we have Greg. I regret nothing, ever. Um, tonight, we are going to talk about our must-dos for Epcot. Um, in one of the previous episodes, when we were talking, we went through our must-dos for the Magic Kingdom. So we figured, hey, why not go park to park and see what happens and see what we like and what we must do. An absolute, no doubt about it, no-brainer. Have to do it every time we go to Epcot. We're going to take uh, three from each of us and have a little discussion on it. And I know because Kyle doesn't like to be put on the spot, we're going to start with my friend and yours, Kyle. So, Kyle, what do you like to do at Epcot? All right. Um, this is definitely a must-do, especially when you got your kids. I got my kids with me. It's every time. The very first thing we do is we go over to meet Disney pals at Epcot character spot. Nah, that way you get, you get all the characters out of the way. You get there early enough, the lines aren't bad at all. Um, the kids love it, the boys love it. My three-year-old is scared of rides, but he loves loves some characters. He'll go hug them, kiss them, all that good stuff. Now that's, I agree, and you know, with me having four kids myself, yeah, that is definitely a must-do. Um, anytime you can get some time with the characters, the kids love it. It's, uh, it's, it's, it, you stole my first one. So, you know, I should have started with myself. <laughs> well done, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, well done. I mean, it's like, I don't mind meeting the characters, but when they're all in one spot, get them done in one spot, it's, it takes, you got a lot more time to do whatever you want or whatever else you want to do in the park. I've been on trips with both kids and just all adults. And it's always one of those places that is a must stop. I mean, I love watching the kids go with it, but we all have some fun with the, just when it's adults going in at that point. And I'm kind of known for uh, character pictures. I have over 200 pictures with individual characters, so I'm always looking to top the last picture with Goofy. See, I, I think with you, Dave, I think it's the characters actually taking a picture with you. It's not you taking a picture with the character. See, so that's it. You're the character to them. This is true. I forgot about this, but yes. See, I mean, that's why just... they act so excited, because they're just honored to meet me. It, it, it's a no-brainer, dude. See, now we're all in the same wavelength there. All right. Greg, what do you got? Well, you know, our first uh, must-do is going to be Soren. You know, it's something that we can do together as a family, and... Um, it's an attraction that we always look forward to to riding every time we go and if we can do it a couple times we do or you know as many times as we can in one trip it's it's one of our favorites and you know looking forward to the upgrade on that that's going to be it's going to be phenomenal with digital projection and you know different different scenery so we're you know that's really something that that we're really excited about and uh it's something that we enjoy 
Soren to tower. We're ready for takeoff. No, I agree. Soren is great, and I can't wait for the upgrade either. Um, I think I think it's going to take it to that next level, and I think if we could, or once Disney adds that third um, theater in, you know, it could definitely help with the weight as well um, because the queue there isn't the greatest, but the ride itself is just top notch. I just hope they don't get rid of the music. The music makes yeah. that ride for me. Change the film, fine, but that music just is epic, and I love running to it. That's like one of my like power songs to kind of power, to kind of go through, especially when you're going through the orange groves, and then it goes oh, over yeah. the uh, go the Gobi Desert. Well, not the Gobi. Hello, the, the uh, Mojave Desert, and. Am I the only one that's still like as you're going over the uh, over over the uh, trees and everything? Am I the only one like that puts my feet up like so you won't actually <laughs> yeah. like get hit by? I, the, I, I do that. Oh my, yeah. I still yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not alone there. No, wow. we're all scared. <laughs> we're all big burly men with our feet up in the air. No worries. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Not the trees. <laughs> and and as much as I'm looking forward to the digital projection and, and different. Uh, scenery. I'm really going to miss Patrick, and you know some of those scenes around. Man, it's just it, it's going to be hard to say goodbye to that part. But it's going to be exciting to uh, you know welcome in a new version for sure. You, you can't replace Warburton. No, nope. yeah, he's a uh, stable man. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm I'm really hoping that they find some way to integrate him with the new stuff um, because it, it's an institution with him. Uh, yeah, some kind of cameo, definitely. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Dave, what do you got for uh, must-do in Epcot? Unnegotiable, I must go to Club Cool. <laughs> I love taking my shots of Beverly. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait I a just... minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. You actually enjoy Beverly. Yes, I do. Wow. I go in and I I pretend it is the greatest thing out there. I'll just take one. And I'll be like, ah, that refreshing. And then I'll just wait. I'll just bait people and I'll just stand around, just waiting for people, and just watch their reactions to it. And you <laughs> does a mixer or you actually drink it straight. I drink it straight at that oh. point. I'll drink my Beverly right. and then I'll finish it. I'll finish it off with uh, I'll finish it off with Bilbo, which is like uh, I think it's from South Africa. It's like this. Uh, I think it's like a um, an apple type, an apple carrot drink or something. There's like a there's a carrot one from Japan that's good, and then I wash all that down before I go with a little bit of uh, pineapple Fanta from Greece, and then on my way. I mean, the only thing I'm really not too big on is sticking to the floor though over there. Well, I think that I think that adds to the ambiance, you know, or it may be the vomit from the Beverly that's all over the ground that people are sticking to. If there's ever a Mickey dudes meetup, we're gonna have to like just throw back some shots of Beverly. Just the, wait, wait, the Beverly challenge. Yes, I'm gonna oh, do that yeah. with Mike Scopa soon. Oh, it's right, it's right. Challenge just scary in every way. Yes. <sighs> what can I tell you? They broke them all when they made me. Oh, and it, for what you just said, we're all very lucky for that. Wow. Um, I, you know, here's perfect. the thing. I, and that's true, uh, but I do. I, I last trip in August, I baited my uh, 12-year-old son into Beverly. Now he didn't know about it, and I did. 
and I put on the best face and was all strong drinking it. I'm like, oh, this is the greatest. Try it. He really, he wanted to punch me straight in the face after he drank it. So, but it was fun to watch, that's for sure. But, I don't know. All right, um, my must-do, uh, you know, I have a few, but I'll stay in the front of the park. Um, is definitely is Spaceship Earth, as cliche as that may sound. Um, you know, obviously it being the gigantic ball that everybody sees. Um, there's something about it, the ride itself. You know, I've learned everything possible from the Phoenicians. Um, I love the way Rome smells when it's burning. You know, so it's just that ride, um, taking a picture um, on the outside of it. Um, seeing it at night, I think just the whole ride itself and, you know, the the, the view of it from the outside and what you get on the inside, it's an, it definitely, it's a no-brainer, must-do. I've never been on a trip where I haven't done it. Now, do you prefer it with the old um, narrator or that Maggie Smith, Dane Maggie Smith? <laughs> Maggie Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I'm not partial to either it, do, it it doesn't necessarily matter i normally get lost in it since i'm a history teacher i just you know i enjoy the ride and just looking at it and seeing it so you know i really didn't care either way and it's actually not maggie smith now that i think of it. it's judy that dame jane judy i can't talk tonight but <laughs> putting her brain maggie down. smith maggie smith was mcgonagall in uh harry potter yeah, I knew it was some British lady, so yeah, we figured yeah. you you knew something that I didn't know. Some English chick. Some yeah, exactly. Actor. <laughs> oh. To be or not to be. In this case, bring it back to the other one, and no, and don't be. Oh, you you got some strong feelings on that one. I do. Oh. All right. Well, See, yeah, I, I never. i um, you since you're. Good, good. I never uh, experienced it without uh, uh, Judy Dench. Uh, I, I've listened to the version with Jeremy Irons, and, and I guess was Walter Conkright the first version. I, I've tried to listen to that online, but man, I, I just keep coming back to to uh, the most current version. You know, um, I must listen to that on ride audio at least a couple times a week. You know, it's like it starts off with that swelling orchestra music, and it's just gets me pumped up. I just love it. I don't even listen to that one anymore. When I ride it, I have my earphones in and I'm putting on WDW today and I'm listening to uh, Len Testa's version, which is absolutely hilarious. No, that one, I, I don't know that one. I'd ha I'm going to have to listen to that. Oh. I'm going to have to link you over to it. Oh, that would be, oh, be much appreciated. Thank you. They did it. Uh, all of the guys from WDW today worked on it and just teamed up to do it. And it's it's pure cold. Yeah, I heard them on a on a past episode referencing it, but they didn't get into the details of what it was actually about. Um, besides, obviously, their narration of it. So, I'm definitely interested in hearing that. All right. So away from away from Spaceship Earth, we go. Um, Kyle, what else you got? Spaceship Earth. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> you all took the good one. Spaceship Earth and Earth and uh, Soren. So, um, this is a, a recent must do. I just started doing. Um, I must get a beer at the uh, Germany Pavilion beer cart. 
when uh, my wife and I went on our official honeymoon. We went to uh, went to Epcot, um, and right before Illuminations, we sat down right there in Germany, and I went to the beer cart and got her a pretzel and got me a beer. At the time, it was a Spaten or Spaten or Spaten. Anybody, any German in here? No. Anyway, it was, good. Am, it was good, pretty pronounce. good beer. And we sat down and watched Illuminations for our first time in God knows how long. And it just brings back that uh, that good feeling I had that night. Every time I stopped See, by. I- we didn't do it last time because we, we got rained out. And I think that's that's one of the greatest things about Epcot, Disney World, Illuminations, wherever. It's that the must-dos for a lot of people are different because of the memories that they hold. And, you know, that that's such a large factor into, you know, what somebody likes to do over and over and over again because they will bring back that memory. Um, so, you know, I agree. I, I, love, I love the whole Germany area, and, you know, I, I don't mind the beer there either, that's for sure. And on top of that, Germany is one of the best places in the world showcase to watch illuminations from. The sight lines are, yeah, are yep. fantastic. Yeah, we sat down on the, I can't remember the bench or like one of those raised potted plant areas. We sat down on one of those things and enjoyed, enjoyed illuminations. Speaking of Germany, everybody's moaning about Norway, Norway becoming Arendelle. I ain't heard crap about Doofenshmirtz being in the bell tower. Yeah, that's kind of a little... That's kind of not the best thing out there. Especially... I I, I love my time in um, in Munich. Having Doofenshmirtz in the Glockenspiel just uh, does not uh, sit well with me. I don't care I don't care about Anna and Elsa coming to my Maelstrom, but Doofenshmirtz kind of f***ing me off. Yeah, it kind of trivializes it, definitely. Yeah, but can you say Doofenshmirtz and Glockenspiel five times fast? Then that's a challenge for you. Hmm. Glockenspiel. We might need to put this in the blooper reel. I'm, I'm drinking water yeah. tonight, Pat. I can't really do well. <laughs> All right, so we're off from Germany. Hey, Greg, do you happen to have one from uh, Must Do from World Showcase? think now you can go we back to Epcot like to... I mean you can go back to Future World yeah I think we're going to have to go back to Future World because you know I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about living with the land and you know the, the good old slow boat ride uh, I, I, again it's nothing that's that's over the top but it, it's just a fun kind of ride that all of us can get on and <laughs> Nobody will get motion sick or anything, and you know you get to learn a lot, and it's a nice little educational piece, and you know it's just it's just fun, it's a good time, and you know it's a good way to stay cool and see lots of lots of neat things. And I love when you go out into the that greenhouse area, and you know, and I want to reach out and mess up the sand, but I'm, I'm afraid to do that. Um, but uh, that's that's another one of our must dos, and you know we we try to do that. At least a couple times every every visit. I think they have lasers out there. If you reach your hand out, it will like cut your fingers off. <laughs> they get they get fed to the crocodiles over at DAC. If that's the case. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Have any of you ever taken the behind the scenes tour? I would love to. 
but no, we haven't. I did it a cup. I did it about a year ago, and, and it's relatively inexpensive. So I mean, if if you want to do a, a backstage tour, that's yeah. certainly a, a good one to get started with. It's just like sixteen bucks or something like that. It was quite interesting, and plus, I just yeah. love the idea of being able to go backstage. So, I just I jump at any tour for that reason. Yeah, that that's actually one of the uh, a, one of the things that you can say at Disney that's actually a value um, that backstage tour because um, no, all the other ones or most of the other ones are, are three, four, five, six times that amount, if not more. So that's actually a, definitely a good thing to do. I will say though, um, for the price that you do pay for those tours, they are worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I definitely agree. So, um, but then my next question about the land is skipper or no skipper. On the boat, mm, which do you no which do you prefer? I, I like skipper. the narration. I do too. I, I, skipper. Wow. All right. See, I I was figuring it was everybody was going to say skipper, and I think we're fifty fifty. That's interesting. I never experienced I like the skipper. Oh, no, okay. Nor have I. So, in in that the the voiceover artist, uh, the narrator's voice is just you know. It's another audio that I listen to quite frequently. Just, you know, I pull it up in iTunes and, and listen to it, and it just takes me right back to being on that boat. It's It still sounds good. I'm not, I'm not, I love living with the land, and the non-skipper doesn't take away from how awesome a ride it is. But, you know, I hate to go away from Epcot, but Hollywood Studios took away the skipper or the tour guide for um, Great Movie Ride, and that was horrible. I hate that ride now. That just, uh, saddens mm. me. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, what happens when they take the skippers away from Jungle Cruise? Oh, I, oh. If, I th- if that ever happens, a riot will break out. Yeah. That, yeah, wow. no, I, I can't see that Anyway, happening. off topic, sorry guys. Eh, no problem. We're not the most, uh, not, co- not, not the most coordinated bunch out there. That's why it will work the best. <laughs> no, that yeah, that won't ever happen because you know, of course, now that with the the canteen that they've just opened, they they need to have that relationship with uh, a skipper being on the boat and then being back in the canteen. So, but yeah, I mean, there there's no way that would go away. Exactly. And plus, you need somebody to to deliver the corny jokes. I think they got four guys right here that they could hire. We got plenty of corny jokes here. I could do it. Yeah. Minimum wage and a case of beer a week. I'm there. That's actually a good. That's a good deal right there. Oh. All right, Dave. What do you got? Give me another one. All right. So if we're going to be in World Showcase, there is no way I am not stopping at La Cava del Tequila in Mexico. Mm. I just. I have a group of friends that uh, have pretty much become a second family to me, and whenever we're together, it's always most of the time in the showcase. Got a big bowl of queso in front of us, and the margaritas are flowing. We all kind of just take a sample of each other's uh, margaritas. Uh, I can't drink the full habanero one straight up, but uh, my friends have a higher spice uh, tolerance than me, so take a couple sips of theirs my uh, avocado margarita cools their tongue 
and we just kind of just eventually get them to go and we're out there like two margaritas in and then continue to enjoy the World Showcase. See, it's a must-do for you. It's on the... It, he's, got children. He's, drinking, he's drinking the the jalapeno margarita now. Um, it's a bucket list for me. I've never done it. Every time I try to go, it's either too crowded or the last time I went, it was actually closed. So, mm. yeah, I was, I was very, very, Listen, very unhappy. Their margaritas are so darn good. I'm, I'm not a huge margarita drinker. My wife don't drink at all, but she'll she'll toss back a mango margarita in a heartbeat. From there, yep. Uh, you know, everybody everybody that I've talked to that's gone, you know, they love it. The drinks are great. You know, the food's great. The atmosphere is great. So one day, I'm hoping that I'll actually be able to experience it for myself. You oh. guys probably will have a little harder of a time considering you have children. Yeah, well, normally what we can we're able to do because one of our kids is is almost uh, sixteen. Um, they're able to babysit and we'll have a date night, so it would actually work out all right. All right, that's pretty cool. Bring it back some tequila. I, I I'm a big I'm a big tequila fan, so I, I could drink lots and lots of tequila. With the worm or without? Uh, without without the worm. Yeah, I I like tequila, but the worm is it's. From anybody that really talks about good tequilas, the worms shouldn't be part of it. I just do my Patron, that's all. I want the scorpion so bad. I want to eat the scorpion. <laughs> every time I go there, it's like a half full bottle. It's like, how much is that bottle to keep? How much for the scorp- How much for the whole scorpion right there? Like 80 bucks. I'm like, nah, never mind. Just give me a shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want a scorpion that bad. No. I, mean, I like tequila enough, but not eighty dollars of tequila. Nah, I, I I agree with that too. So, no. all right, I'll give you one. I'll stay in World Showcase as well. Um, and this is going with you know date night. What I was just talking about. My wife and I will always go over to the UK Pavilion, grab a beer, and grab fish and chips from the cart. Um, you know, sit down by the water and either you know we've caught it a few times at night right after illumination, so it's cleared out. Um, which is nice, and we're able just to sit there, have a beer, and uh, have the fish and chips there, and just kind of relax a little bit, and just take in the surroundings, which, you know, we thoroughly enjoy. Have, done, haven't done that yet. As So who's who's gone to, who, who's eaten at the uh, at the UK Pavilion, either the fish and chips or over at the uh, Rose and I've Crown? I've done it all. If, if, have I done it in years? I love the fish and chips, but... I, there's nothing like the Rose and Crown. You go in, you just kind of just uh, kind of shimmy your way up to the bar. Eventually, you'll get a seat. I could just sit there for hours talking to people in the Rose and Crown. Just people are just so happy to be in Epcot. Conversations are always good. Uh, what you got to try one time is go in there and have the Scotch egg. That thing is off the hook. Yeah, you know, I, I've seen and heard again about people with that. And, you know, that and the bangers and mash I really want to try. So I got to get in there to and do And adding the whole date night thing, what you should do is try to get an ADR there and, and eat outside. It's a good spot to watch Illumination seated while having dinner. Yeah. All right, so who wants to throw out another one? <clears throat> this might be a little broad, but every time we go to Epcot, we must try a new sit-down restaurant in... Epcot in the World Showcase. 
last time I went to Beer Garden. Yeah, not my first time, but my first time in a long, long time. First time for my wife, my kids. And our next trip, we're going to go to probably Rose and Crown. But it's just, you know, there's too much stuff in Epcot to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Try something new each time you go. That's where, that's where our goals are. Especially in the food department. Yeah, no, and I and I think that's a smart move, too, because there's so much to do, not only in Epcot, but anywhere at the world, that if you constantly do the same things, you're going to miss something. So even if it's just, a, you know, you do a lot of the same things, but then all of a sudden change it up where, you know, a must-do now is trying a new restaurant, like you said, I think it's a fantastic idea. That is awesome. Yeah, we might go to the same counter service every, every trip, but, you know, a new sit-down... You know, if I didn't go to the the France Pavilion, I forgot what it was called before. It is what its new name is now. I'll never try to escargot and actually enjoy it. Or went to the, the Italy Pavilion again a while back and try wild try wild boar for the first time, which is pretty freaking. They don't tasty. have it in the backwoods by you. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't have pigs. Really. We got deer, we got deer, raccoon, and skunk. I, I just think by you, I just think the whole deliverance thing. I just, I'm, I'm afraid if I stop by you, you would tell me to squeal like a pig. That's a, that's a little further south there, Dave. Gotcha. <laughs> oh lordy, lordy. Well, and as we go further and further down into the abyss, <laughs> building on your. Uh, idea of the restaurants um one of the things i do and i go a lot and i'm with people but there are some times where i have the ability to just kind of just ditch everybody and just kind of go on my own i know you guys with kids that's almost impossible but one thing i always like to do on a trip maybe even if it's for an hour or so if i'm meeting people i like to get lost in the pavilion and just go on a photo safari the last time I did it, I spent three hours waiting for friends, just uh, taking pictures in the Morocco p- Pavilion. I went into every shop. I looked at everything they had to sell. If there was something that was interesting, I took a picture of it. I'm actually going to be uh, writing a blog about a mini uh, visit to Morocco, just spending uh, spending a big chunk of my day at the pavilion. I also have this uh, kind of pull over to Morocco, China, and Japan because every other country in the World Showcase I've been into, those are the only ones I haven't been to yet. So it's like a major world travel bucket list to get to those places just for the only reason is that they're in the, in the World Showcase. And if I call myself a Disney geek, I just want to have that hat trick. That would, that would definitely be yeah, that's a that's an impressive impressive goal and hat trick to get there. Oh. On top of that, Restaurant Marrakesh is one <laughs> of my favorite places. If not for the food, just for the belly dancer. I, <laughs> I think yeah, I think Morocco is is very underappreciated. I think the restaurants are good. I think people just need to be a little bit more adventurous in their thought process to actually go in and get the food. Um, but then, you know, just the architecture and behind every little, you know, angle or nook and cranny, there's something new to see. I think Morocco is one of the better pavilions there, that's for sure. Just the history about it, of how it came to be and 
how the king sent his uh, masons to over there. It's just beyond fascinating. Yeah, and and nothing yes. there, nothing there is perfect, because they they made sure of it exactly. because you know only only God is, and they you know they didn't want anything, but yet they could, but they didn't do it that way. I remember one time I took the segways around the world tour, and when so. World Showcase is empty during that time except for cast members getting it ready. They had us, uh, I, I almost uh, wiped out on my Segway in that uh, in that mosaic room that they have because they have us slaloming, slaloming through the uh, columns. And I went left, the Segway went right. <laughs> not yeah. good, not good at all. But I signed my <laughs> life away to Disney for that one. Yeah. Now, that's our goal for our next trip. Or, or we're going in October of next year. Son's children, just the wife and I. And that's one of our goals, just to go in there and go to every, like you said, Dave, just go to every single, every single pavilion and do something nice. in there. Take pictures. Drink. Be- I'm going to drink beer. Um, well, wine. The, Cas- the Casablanca beer, sake. beer over there is awesome. I disagree. Okay. But but it's beer. Probably by the time by the time I get to Morocco, I probably won't care about taste. <laughs> um, or I've drunk around the world one time. You might want to skip Spice Road Table. I've had better. Yeah. All right, Greg. Greg, what do you got? You got another one for us? Yeah. Since we're talking about food, let's hop back to uh, we really like sunshine seasons. Believe it or not, you know, because it's like. Every time we go, we personally, I like to try something different and, and not get the same thing, you know, that I did last time. There's just, I mean, I know it's, you know, uh, counter service, but there's a lot of different neat foods that, that are available and stuff I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't eat at home. Um, I'm a really picky eater, but when I get down there, man, I just, I open up my palate to everything. So... I mean, that, that's a good choice for us because we can just the variety alone is is is, is amazing there. I like the key lime uh, no. pie that they have there. Oh yeah. There's not there's not much you know there that I haven't liked, so I, I definitely agree at, at getting getting to stop there. Um, when we do um, get into there, we we've always enjoyed it, so it was definitely it's definitely a good spot. I did it last last time. Uh, we, our last trip was our first time being there. It was probably just bad time for all of us. It was close to lunchtime. The kids were getting cranky. They didn't have the regular old chicken nuggets and French fries, and you know, kind of ate our food, rushed rushed her eating our food, and got out of there quick. But I kind of want to go back there and try it again. All right, and then for my let's see, my final one. This one was, you know, a little bit of a, a toss-up, which way to go with it. But I think I'm going to say Grand Fiesta Tour. Got to see the three caballeros at uh, the Mexican Pavilion. Um, it's, again, part of a date night. My wife and I like the ride. Um, and now that they put the new audio animatronics in at the end, I would I'm definitely have to go see it now when we go in April. Did any of you catch my periscope of it a couple of weeks ago? No. Do they do they have mm-hmm. the animatronics in at that yes, point, Dave? Or? 
And I saw the the blurb about them. Like, what was the big deal about them coming back? Or like, did they leave or something? They had video screens. Because here's the deal: I never rode. The, I, I've never rode. I've never ridden that ride. Oh, that is the greatest ride out there. There's hardly ever a line, and it's Mexican small world. It's great. Yep. yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, small world. Yeah. It's Mexican small world, but <laughs> without it's the with really a good annoying song. song. Yeah, it's with a good song. And better special effects. Excuse me, have you seen a duck? Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like small Kyle, world. You, I know, I know, I know. Walt built it. My kids love it. I can't stand that ride with a pet. I can't. Dude, stand it. I rode it 17 hours straight. Don't talk to me about that ride. I'm not going to. Whoa, you, whoa. Yeah, bigger than I do. Hashtag great. All right, no, time out. I will time out. My wrist. I will slit my wrist in like hour, and like one hour two. I will say one thing with that ride. No, negative. when I did that, just having a lot of people to talk to, it was very easy to put that song out of my mind. It was easy to tune it out after a while. Hey, Dave, I really got to ask you this question because you, you you said before about Beverly, and now I'm sitting here scratching my head to the point where like my head actually hurts why in the world did you ride small world for 17 hours whether that's an exaggeration or not but how do you ride it more than like two or three times in a row i was raising money for give kids the world which if you're not f familiar with it it's uh no i i you could you could tell me 17 hours 24 hours if you're riding it for give kids the world I bless you, and I, w I would go with you next this time. This was before I knew you, because what oh. I did was I told all my friends on social media, for every $100 I raise, I will uh, ride It's a Small World for an hour. And we all did it together, because my friend rode Stitch uh, the year beforehand for 12 hours, raising money for Give Kids the World. So That's torture. He, he then created the Small World Challenge, so... We had a bunch of Mickey Milers get together and do this and do this, and it was the it was the greatest thing. I mean, I ended up riding it 43 times. My friend Kim did it 44 times. I stopped for I did stop for lunch. We could stop for lunch. We could go for bathroom breaks, and we had to get off the line and get back on. So it was in the summer, and it was a busy time. Uh, but my friends were jerks because everybody just started to just fork over the money, and the Magic Kingdom was open for 17 hours. I ended up raising $2,000, and then they added an extra hour. I'm like, no. I said I'll ride it for 17 hours. I'm not riding it for 18 hours. But what I did was the day beforehand, I ran a 5K at Fort Wilderness with the song on, on loop. We had a guy that we had a guy oh. that that, uh, was, that did it. He uh, raised he raised some crazy amounts of money uh, running Goofy in a day, 39.3 miles uh, in a full day. Uh, on on the campus of the college he worked for, r listening to "It's a Small World" on loop. So, 17 hours after that, after Ian did that, it's really he's the one that he's the one that gets the respect. I give you, I give anybody respect that's gonna ride "It's a Small World." More, like I said, more than two or three times. Um, so, what you guys did raising money. Um, Fantastic! I think I think we have an idea now for something down the line when we start getting a little bit bigger and have a few more followers here and there. I see this in our cool. future. So we raised enough to it. send three people yeah. to uh, 
give kids the world for a week. And that's another thing. During during the year when I go down there, I try to take at least one full day and spend an entire day volunteering at Give Kids the World. It's just ama an amazing place. The magic is just as much there as it is in the parks. And it's just, it's a no-brainer. I'll, I'll incur the expense of renting a car to get down there. And it's just... It's worth it to me the entire time to be there. I'll I'll gladly give up a day in Disney to be at Give Kids the World. Now I I agree. Everything I've seen, read, talked to different people on, on podcasts. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So, all right, gentlemen. Well, we just gave three must dos in Epcot. All all four of us have. I think we added a little um, extras here and there. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed our show this evening. I know we enjoyed doing it, and we enjoyed doing it for you. Um, so until we meet again, I bid you adieu. You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon. Stupid Judy, stupid energy. <laughs> <laughs>